want to welcome you today. I'm Jerry Ann Savelle Newton, and this is my little sister, Terry Savelle Foy. And we are so glad that you're with us today. I just want you to take the next 25 minutes and just get a word from God. I believe that there's going to at least be one thing you hear from God today that can change your life. That's what God wants to do right now in your life is just change it. You may be in a stagnant place in your life. You may feel just mediocre, just living, just existing. But God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and He has great things in store for you. You've just got to believe that. So we're going to talk today about from amen to there it is. I've heard Dad say this a lot of times, from amen to there it is. Yes. So, what do you do? Yes. What do you do after you prayed and then believing to see the manifestation yes. of what you've prayed about. You're just wishing things would change to actually living your dreams. It's yes. a reality. Yes. You know, I was reminded of something I shared at a, it was a success conference. Thousands of entrepreneurs in the Coliseum, and John Maxwell was there, and he was teaching. And, and John Maxwell has so many books on laws, you know, like the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, 15 invaluable laws of growth. And then within those laws, he has laws like the law of the bad apple, the law of Mount Everest, the law of the rubber band. He just has so many laws. And I thought, I want a law. <laughs> so I made one up. And so I taught a message at that conference called the law of the deck of cards. And I said, this law basically states that somebody else could take the same hand you've been dealt and win. Somebody else could take the very situation that you're living in right now and they could succeed with it. They could take the very same obstacles you're faced with, the challenges, the mistakes from the past, they could still succeed. In other words, what are you going to do with the hand you've been dealt? So, you know, you think about that. You know, a lot of times we look at years we've lost, we look at um, opportunities we've missed or disappointments in our lives. And, you know, I always tell people, stop looking at all the years you've lost. Let's look at the years you've got left and let's do something with these years. I want to share a story real quick that I heard about a guy. His name was Jeff Arch. And he said, you know, I don't know what his age was, but he was running a karate school. And he said he had two kids. He was married. He's running this karate school, not doing bad. But he said, I just felt like something was missing inside. So he said it's 4 o'clock in the morning. He turns on a program like this, and he hears this motivational speaker talk. And he said, as I'm listening to him challenging me, like, do something with your life, mm -hmm. he said, all of a sudden it dawned on me, I've got to face it. I'm not where I want to be in life. Mm -hmm. And he said, how can I tell my kids to go after their dreams if I won't even go after mine? He said, I never wanted to run a karate school. I want to be a script writer. I've always had a, a desire to, you know, write movies for, or scripts for movies. So he said, at 4 o'clock in the morning, I made a decision. Two choices. Number one, I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to purchase the CDs they're selling. Number two, I'm going to listen to them all the way through. I'm not going to stop somewhere and give up. I'm going to make myself listen to every single message. Mm -hmm. Well, he said when the, when the CDs arrived, he did exactly what he said. He listened to every single message. All of a sudden, he said he began to write. He wrote a screenplay in less than a month. He said he sold it in less than three months for a quarter of a million dollars. That screenplay went on to become a mega hit with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan called Sleepless in Seattle. Hmm. But you know, you think about that. Jeff Arch, he took the hand he'd been dealt and he made a decision to win with it. He made a quality decision to go basically from amen to there it is mm -hmm. by the choices he made. You know, I heard T.D. Jakes on one of his messages 
he yelled, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? What are you going to do with the life you have left? Mm -hmm. I can't quite do it like T.D. Jakes because I don't yell and I don't perspire much, but he yelled, (laughs) what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And I want you to think about that. What are you going to do with the life you have left? So on today's broadcast, I want to share four keys that I've learned in my life. And of course, I'm still learning. But four keys that I've learned, I've applied, and I believe they will take you from amen to there it is, from wishing to living your dreams. Mm -hmm. Number one is you must have the audacity to pursue impossible dreams. Mm -hmm. Have the audacity to pursue impossible dreams. You know, we have a a quote in my office. um, It's got like my handwriting on it all the way across the wall. And it says, if your dreams are possible, you're not dreaming big enough. Mm If your dreams are possible, you're not dreaming big enough. Somebody just shared a quote with me. I believe it was Stephen Furtick. He said, if your dreams don't intimidate you, they're probably insulting to God. If your dreams don't intimidate you, there's a a likely chance they're insulting to God. In other words, God's saying, that's all you can dream? I put you on the earth to do something with your life, and that's the best you can give me? Come on, dream big. In fact, that's the offer we're talking about is audacious faith having the audacity to believe that God can really do more than you can even imagine. You know, I heard a story. It was so cute about this little girl. Her name is Liz. And she said back in the 1980s, her dad left and she was six years old, living with her mom, single mom. Her mom was working so hard just to support her, working two jobs. So Liz was by herself a lot, you know, and they live in an apartment complex. And she said her aunt came to her and she just said, Liz, you're by yourself all the time. I think you need to join the Girl Scouts, give you something to do, you know, to do during the day and get your mind off just being by yourself. So Liz joined the Girl Scouts. Well, in the meantime, Liz's mom said to her, she said, Liz, my dream is to send you to college one day. I want you to get a good paying job because one day you're going to take mama on a trip around the world. Mm -hmm. She said, that's my dream. So she said, that's why I'm working so hard is to one day send you to college, take me on a trip around the world. Well, anyway, Liz joins the Girl Scouts. She joined the Girl Scouts, and as soon as she gets in that organization, she finds out there's a contest. Whoever sells the most boxes of cookies wins a trip for two around the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Liz said, I don't have to wait till I go to college. That's her motivation. Yes. Mm -hmm. So she said, I don't have to wait all these years. I am going to win this thing and take my mom on a trip around the world. Well, she joined the Girl Scouts. She starts selling the cookies. And she said she set up, you know, she went door to door in her apartment complex, door to door trying to sell boxes of cookies. Well, the apartment manager came to Liz and said, Liz, we're getting so many complaints about you selling cookies because when people would turn her down, she'd go back the very next day, knock on the same door. Would you like to buy a box of cookies? <laughs> so they said, you can't do that anymore. We're going to set up a little booth for you in the lobby and you can sell your cookies there. Liz said this worked even better because people came to me instead of me having to go to them because they had to get on the elevator. So she sat at her little table selling her boxes of cookies, but that's not all. She changed her sales strategy. She said, instead of, you know, would you like to buy a box of cookies, would you like to invest in me? See, my mom's working two jobs. She's working so hard to send me to college. Her dream is to go around the world. Would you invest in me and my mom? By the end of that sales pitch, everybody's crying, (laughs) you know. (laughs) They said, on average, people bought a dozen boxes of cookies. Mm. Well, 
She moved to another complex, another complex. She sold over 10,000 boxes of cookies. They said she crushed the record, won the contest. But listen to this. After three or four years of selling 44,000 boxes of cookies, Disney came to her because people started hearing about her sales strategy. Disney came to her and said, we want to make a film about you. But it wasn't like a film you go watch at the movies. It was a training video to teach their employees how to sell. That's amazing. <laughs> well, the royalties from the video went to Liz. She became a speaker at conferences. Her mom went from two jobs to one job. She had enough money to go to college and listen to this. She took her mom around the world twice by the age of 13. Wow. She had the audacity to believe she could win this contest and achieve an impossible dream. Mm -hmm. What do you have the audacity to believe? You know, when we come back, I want to share with you something very important, that comfort and convenience run the lives of unsuccessful people. Watch this and we'll be right back. Do you have the audacity to receive what God has for you? Everything that God has for you is available, but it's not automatic. Obstacles and resistance will try to stop you from achieving your dreams and desires. In Audacity, Terry Savelle Foy shares from personal experience seven key areas to conquer fear, develop discipline, and build the audacious faith you need to fulfill your dreams and purpose. In the three CD series, If You Can Conceive It, You Can Receive It, Jerry Savelle shares how success begins on the inside. You'll learn how to let the Holy Spirit become the artist, God's Word the oil, and your heart the candle for God's plan for victory. Also included is Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's teaching, Beware of the Dream Killers. You'll discover that God does have a plan for your life and how to stop the devil from killing your dreams. Don't wait. Request the Audacity to Receive Teaching Trio, including Audacity. If you can conceive it, you can receive it. And beware of the dream killers. Just call or visit jerrysavelle.org. Start your journey with audacious faith today. Terry's teaching us now about pursuing impossible dreams, and I know that you're being blessed by it. So, Terry, tell us a little bit more. Yeah, we talked about, you know, if your dreams are possible, you're not dreaming big enough. So dream an impossible dream. Number two, the second point I wanted to make is you have to have the audacity to step out of your comfort zone. Step out of your comfort zone. You know, I heard Joel Osteen say, first time he spoke at Yankee Stadium, he'd never spoken to that many people in his life. He said, but I've discovered if you're not putting something out there that makes you a little nervous, mm -hmm. then you're not growing. See, as long as you're comfortable, you're not growing. And God wants to just push you out of that comfort zone. And that demands faith, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the offers today is on audacity that you've got to have audacious faith to say, Lord, I'm scared. But, you know, a lot of times I think especially as Christians, we don't want to step out of our comfort zone, even though God's nudging us to, because we say, I just don't have peace about it. Mm -hmm. And we use that as an excuse to not step out. We know when you really think about it, I doubt Peter had peace when Jesus said, come, walk on the water. Mm -hmm. No, he just had to, like Joyce Meyer says, do it afraid. He just had to say, I have to have the audacity to step out of my comfort zone and just do it. Mm -hmm. Or you think about the little widow woman, you know, with the cake. She gave her last little bit to the prophet. I doubt she had perfect peace mm -hmm. when she gave all that she had. No, she had to step out of her comfort zone and just obey God. 
I heard something the other day. If you want something you've never had, then you got to do something you've never done. Exactly. So that's what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, stepping out of that place of comfort. Mm -hmm. And you know, it makes me think about how in 2014, you know, I worked for Dad for 22 years, for 11 years as the CEO for Jerry Savelle Ministries, and I love my job, love taking care of Dad, love serving him. Um, that was my passion. Well, in January of 2014, the Lord spoke to me one day, and I was listening for him like Dad's taught us, and he just said, fly, Terry, fly. And at first, I thought, I don't want to fly. I prefer walking, you know, <laughs> but I wrote it down anyway, fly, Terry, fly, and I know the Lord was telling me. I wrote it all down. He said, it's time to leave the nest, and then he said, you know, you can fly higher, you can fly low. The higher you go, it'll take you further from the nest. Well, I was so scared, I can't even tell you. I didn't want to leave this place of comfort, and I like it. I wasn't miserable. I wasn't, you know, I like it. And so I said, Lord, you're going to have to give me like 57 confirmations, you know, give or take a few. But I just said, I need like tons of confirmations. Well, he gave them. I mean, everything from like I would get a text from a friend in Virginia, and she says, you know, I had a dream about you last night. You know, walls were crumbling down around you, and you were having a hard time letting go of something. Mm. And then, you know, all of a sudden a book showed up in my mailbox, and it was from Amazon. I don't even know who sent it to my house. And it was all about leaving the land of the familiar to obey what God's telling you to do. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is like a manual for what I'm about to do. Well, then one night I had a dream even. I dreamed about Mr. Copeland, Kenneth Copeland, um, we were at this big resort, and I dreamed, it was so real to me, Mr. Copeland grabbed my hand and led me into a swimming pool. And I had my clothes on, full clothes, and I said, wait, wait, Mr. Copeland, I wasn't ready. This wasn't what I planned, and I meant, I don't have my swimsuit on, you know. And he said to me, he had my hand, mm -hmm. and he said, you're going to be all right. He said, it's not what you planned, it's what I planned. And he led me into this swimming pool, and the water got about this high, and then he turned around, took me out of the water, and he just disappeared. This was a dream. Well, right as I'm like drying off, all of a sudden I saw John Copeland, Kenneth Copeland's son, and I said, John, like that. Well, John ran to me and just scooped me up like a baby. And he led me into the swimming pool. And I said, wait, John, I didn't plan this. <laughs> I meant, can I just go get a swimsuit? Can I make sure the mascara is waterproof, you know, <laughs> something. And John said the same thing. He carried me in the water all the way up to our shoulders and he said, you're going to be all right. It's not what you planned. It's what I planned. So then he led me out of the pool, and then John disappeared. Well, that's when I woke up, and I just said, Lord, what was that? And I clearly heard the Lord say, the Father held your hand, and the Son carried you. You're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. But do you know, I mean, that gave me so much peace, but it still wasn't easy to step out of that place of comfort. And, you know, I remember two months after I moved, an hour and a half away, opened offices in another city. I woke up one night, and I just, I don't know, this just sadness came on me, and I was looking around my house going, where am I? I miss my family. I miss what's familiar. And right as I started to have those sad thoughts, I got a text from my CEO, and he said, our ministry just broke a barrier. We just doubled from last year. In other words... You did the right thing. It's not what you planned. It's what God planned. Mm -hmm. And I want to challenge you today because, you know, like I said at the break, comfort and convenience run the lives of unsuccessful people. If you're just going to sit around and wait for something comfortable, something that's not difficult, it's, it's easy, 
you're probably not going to fulfill all the dreams that God's put in your heart. God is always challenging us to come up higher, step out of that comfort zone, break some barriers, be a little bit nervous about it, but you're on the right path. Well, faith takes risk. Yes. You have to take risk. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, whatever God's telling you to do, do it. He always rewards obedience. So number one was to have the audacity to pursue impossible dreams. Number two, have the audacity to step out of that comfort zone. Number three is you got to have the audacity to embrace obstacles. Embrace them. Mm -hmm. You know, that might sound kind of crazy because nobody likes obstacles. Nobody likes challenges. I sure don't. Mm -hmm. But just embrace them because, you know, warfare always surrounds the birth of a miracle. Mm -hmm. You know, Satan always attacks those next in line for a promotion. Anytime, the main times in my life when God was getting ready to advance me, it felt like all hell broke loose mm -hmm. in my life. Every time. Yeah. I read this quote from Michael Jordan. Yeah. It says, obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, to go through it, or work around it. I love that. I know. That is awesome. Go right through it, yeah. you know? And I remember Keith Moore, I heard him say, I memorized it. Because he said, don't ever, 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 never, ever, 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 <laughs> under any circumstance, at any time, feel sorry for yourself. Don't ever feel sorry for yourself. You know, when you're the one believing God for this dream, all hell's coming against you, you're stepping out of your comfort zone, the dream's impossible, and then obstacles come, you can start to feel sorry for yourself and think, I must have missed it, but I want you to know you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, in my situation, as soon as I launched out and even dad, I wanted his blessing. I wanted him, I wanted to know that he believed it was the will of God. And he told me, yes, the Lord already prepared me. I knew this was going to happen and you must obey God. So I've got the blessing, mm -hmm. you know, I know that we're in the will of God. Well, do you know, as soon as I launched out, all hell came against me. I mean, everything from, well, Personally, you know, I told my team, I said, I'm going to take a significant pay reduction because I wasn't used to having my own offices and staff and stuff. So I said, I'm going to reduce my salary. Well, as soon as I said that, I got a bill from the IRS for $26,500 just out of nowhere. I have no idea why. Then my husband, who you know is a businessman, mm -hmm. his company got into a lawsuit with a well-known company and we were, we had no idea what they were going to sue. No idea. Then I'm trying to sell my house because my offices are an hour and a half away. Well, my team who went with me, they sold their houses like that. One guy put a for sale sign in his yard that night. A lady came to the door and said, I want your house. Mm -hmm. Me, my house wouldn't sell for seven months. Seven months, no offers at all. It's a beautiful home. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we had to get out there. My daughter had to start school. So we were like, what do we do? That can so, really start to question. Yes. Did yeah. I hear from God? Why is nothing going my way? Mm -hmm. So Cassidy and I had to live in a hotel, and it wasn't the Ritz-Carlton because we, <laughs> remember, I reduced my salary. So mm -hmm. think about it. Income went down. Expenses went up. We lived in a hotel for three months. So she's going to a brand new school, doesn't know anybody. She's coming back to this little hotel room, me and her. Rodney's here in, in Burleson. Well, then I was diagnosed with skin cancer. Skin cancer on my face, on my back, and my entire chest covered in skin cancer. You remember seeing it. It was painful it was, to look at. Yeah, it's bad. And, you know, I had to have surgery, stitches all the way down my face. 
the skin cancer on my chest was so bad they wouldn't do surgery, so I had to take chemo cream. And this was, you know, in my final days here at the ministry. So I was teaching on the broadcast wearing kind of like turtlenecks in August, <laughs> trying to cover it all up. It looked like raw hamburger meat. It was so disgusting. I would leave, you know, taping with Dad, go home, put frozen peas on my chest, and just want to cry. Nothing was going right. And I remember times I'd look in the mirror, and my chest was so gross to look at. And I would point to the mirror and I would say, I am not moved by what I see. My skin is more beautiful now than it was before in Jesus' name. But I wanted to cry. Well, all hell was coming against us. And I remember, you know, there's certain phrases that just stand out in your mind. That's why it's so important to build yourself up in the Word. Because when all hell's coming against you, you're going to respond in faith or fear. Mm -hmm. If you've been hearing the Word, then faith comes, right? So all of a sudden I remember Dad saying, when you feel like giving up the most, that's always an indication Satan has fired his best shot. And if this one doesn't get you, you win. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I really don't know if there's any more shots he can take, <laughs> but I'm willing to fight. And do you know, just in that situation of all those things I'm talking about, all of a sudden the IRS contacted us and said, we made a mistake by $10,000. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> you owe 16,500, I said, we'll take it. The company that was suing Rodney, they settled for $10,000. We didn't know if it could have been 100000 a million. We didn't know. So $10,000, we'll take it. Well, then the house that wouldn't sell for seven months, mm -hmm. in one single day, the realtor calls and she says, well, you got an offer on the house. And we're like, yes. She said, but that's not all. You got two offers on the house today. We're like, what? Nothing in seven months? And then in one day, two offers? She said, yeah, in fact, they're in a bidding war right now. Mm -hmm. The house went up $30,000 in one day. It gets better. Then all of a sudden, you know, through all of this obstacle challenge we're facing, we get a check in the mail from a gas company. And they said, we found gas on your property years ago, and we failed to pay you. $53,000 in one check. And then I think the best part is that I'm sitting on the set today completely healed of skin cancer. So what am I telling you? When those obstacles come against you, just remember warfare always surrounds the birth of a miracle. Satan always attacks those next in line for a promotion. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Just think, this is preparing me. I am going to defeat these obstacles because it's going to move me to a whole new level. So I'm challenging you with that. And you know, I was thinking about airplanes. You know, when you think about an airplane taking off, they don't take off with the wind. They take off against the wind. And you know, the winds that are coming against you, just like they were me and they do my sister, the winds that are coming against you, they're not meant to push you down. These winds are meant to lift you higher. So think of it that way. Whatever obstacle you're faced with right now, embrace it and say, I know it's making me tougher. I'm going to be stronger for it. This obstacle I'm facing, it's lifting me to a whole new level. I remember years ago, I heard Joyce Meyer teach a message and she called it, um, storms are a springboard for promotion. Mm. So whatever storm you're going through right now, it's just preparing you for a promotion. Mm. You know, one more thing. Um, I heard something about baby eagles. Just happened to have one. And you know, those little eagles, when they're first born and they're in that egg, they have this little tooth at the end of their beak when they're babies. And they're sitting in that egg and they have to peck at that shell to try to break it open. 
And they say it's actually very difficult. And the mama eagle is watching them and she wants to help and she can see them struggling. All she'd have to do is one little peck and it'll break open. But they said the little eagle has to do that. He has to have the struggle. And here's the reason. The struggle actually prepares him to live the eagle life. Mm. So think about that. The struggle you're faced with right now, like I said, it's not meant to wipe you out, give you to, get you to give up. It's meant to make you stronger so that, you know, when you go the next level, new level, new devil, you say, I've got experience under my wings. I've got stories back there. I've got testimonies now. Now I can fight the devil. So embrace the obstacles that Satan has put across your path. Now, when we come back, I want to share one more point that I believe will break the devil's back. It's pretty powerful. And it's something we both have learned, grown up watching our parents do, We've applied it in our lives, and I honestly believe this is one of the areas that can absolutely turn things around in an entirely new direction, where you go from amen to thank you, Jesus, there it is. So watch this special announcement. When we come back, I want to share that with you. Do you have the audacity to receive what God has for you? Everything that God has for you is available, but it's not automatic. Obstacles and resistance will try to stop you from achieving your dreams and desires. In Audacity, Terry Savelle Foy shares from personal experience seven key areas to conquer fear, develop discipline, and build the audacious faith you need to fulfill your dreams and purpose. In the three CD series, If You Can Conceive It, You Can Receive It, Jerry Savelle shares how success begins on the inside. You'll learn how to let the Holy Spirit become the artist, God's Word the oil, and your heart the can for God's plan for victory. Also included is Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's teaching, Beware of the Dream Killers. You'll discover that God does have a plan for your life and how to stop the devil from killing your dreams. Don't wait. Request the Audacity to Receive Teaching Trio, including Audacity. If you can conceive it, you can receive it. And beware of the dream killers. Just call or visit jerrysavelle.org. Start your journey with audacious faith today. I hope you've been encouraged today to embrace everything that God has called you to do. How to go from amen to there it is. Number one was to have the audacity to pursue the impossible dream that God's put in your heart. Number two, have the audacity to step out of your comfort zone. Don't wait for everything to be convenient. Step out of your comfort zone. Sometimes I even tell myself, Terry, does it make you uncomfortable? Yeah, then do it. <laughs> Commit to doing it. Number three was have the audacity to embrace the obstacles and the challenges that you're faced with right now. They're not meant to put you down. They're meant to lift you higher. And finally, this is what I believe is the turning point because I've seen it in my own life. I've watched my parents live it. And that is if you want to go from amen to there it is, have the audacity to give towards your dream. Sow a seed. You know, I've said before, you can't be a Savelle and not have a concept of giving. Mm -hmm. And you know, our dad has taught us, when you're experiencing your greatest need, sow your greatest seed. So I want to challenge you to do the same thing. You know, dad said the Lord told him years ago, in Genesis, God gave us two things, two gifts. He gave us authority and he gave us seed. In other words, you can determine your own destiny by the seeds that you sow. Mm -hmm. So, like the Lord told Jesse to plan us one time to give $10,000. And Jesse said, well, Lord, that's all I've got. And God said, that's all I'm asking for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I want to give you an opportunity today to sow towards your dreams. You can sow right now into this ministry. This is good soil. But remember this, name your seed. Never just give an offering. 
Name your seed for your breakthrough, that you're believing God. This is the turning point in your life to pursue your dreams, to go from amen to there it is. So if you're experiencing your greatest need, sow your greatest seed, and we will pray over that seed. Get the special offer, the audacity to receive. I know it will change your life. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Keep you motivated to do everything God's put in your heart to do.